0: and welcome back to the Just Interesting People podcast. Today we are joined with Mauricio and I'm so excited to hear his incredible, incredible story. I'm going to pass you over to Jeremy to introduce him properly, but thank you so much for listening today and we really hope you enjoy this one.
1: Thank you. Thank you guys for listening again. Uh, so yeah, today our guest is Mauricio. Um, We actually saw each other like many times in Miami, but we never really talked that much before. Uh, So it's going to be interesting because we're going to be discovering uh, Mauricio as much as you pretty much. Um, But I I got in touch with Mauricio like last week when he posted um, on Instagram sharing about his personal story. And I was like, oh my God, that is amazing, that is so inspiring. I would love to know more about it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, a week later, here we are <laughs> recording this podcast. Um, so yeah, I'm not going to say more. I'm going to let uh, Mauricio like, really dive into his, his story and his background. Um, but first, well, thank you for being here with us and for accepting to be on a podcast. We uh, really appreciate it. Um, and uh, so yeah, let's, let's dive in into your story. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much, Jeremy, for creating this space. Uh, Thank you to both of you. Um, Once again, my name is Mauricio, also known as the Millennial Yogi on social media. Um, Well, to me, it's a great opportunity to share my personal story, uh, hoping that it can inspire, motivate or serve any purpose to the people who are listening to this podcast right now. Um, I was sharing with Jeremy that when I when I look back to to my journey, I only see growth, you know, because I see how with a focused mind and, and, and a positive energy, you can really accomplish anything that, that, that you set your mind for, okay? So when I look back to maybe 2012, okay, um, a few, maybe a year after 2012, I was diagnosed with two low back hernias on my, on my back. So, I went to two different doctors, okay, and both of them told me that I was not able to run, have any physical activities, Um, pretty much my life changed, I was not, um, how would you say, disabled, okay, like on a wheelchair or anything, but pretty much I have so much pain on my back anytime that I try to lift something or even if I crunch down, you know, or, or any type of body movement was like, Really, really painful. So I, for a whole month, I was super, super, super depressed. You know, I was like, wow, I, like my life, technically, is changing from now. You know, and I, I have always been a person who, is been very active, very active, outdoor. You know, doing extreme activities. I like to do wakeboard. Uh, I like to do like motorcycles and surf, crazy stuff. You know, so uh, for me, it was like, wow, not a- not being able to be outside or doing physical activities. It was, it was something very impactful, you know? Um, I think for at that moment, I, uh, I never took my, my body and my health for granted until that very moment, you know? I was like, wow, I can't believe that this is happening to me, you know? Um, so what I did is that I did a whole month of physical therapy, okay? Uh, for my surprise later on, when I got in yoga, I, I realized that a lot of the physical therapy uh, movements are very yoga alike. Um, okay. and, and, and just before, so did you have
1: like an accident or anything or it just came out of nowhere?
2: That came out of nowhere. Now, the, the accident, it, it happened later on. So when I had the hernias, the uh, then I moved to the US. Okay. And I started doing, like, light yoga, you know, like, just in the community where I was living, I started, like, doing some body movement, stuff like that. Um, for a whole year, uh, I was taking taking it easy, you know, I was not running, I was not jogging, I was not lifting weights. Uh, I was just kind of, like, nurturing my body with very compassionate movements, you know, when, whenever I have to, like um how you say like lift something I wouldn't go like down you know I would like go on my knees you know squatting yes yes be very mindful about how how I was like lifting my like wave Um, so then I started doing yoga maybe for six to eight months something like that and I felt great man I felt amazing with the yoga Uh, in that moment I was doing my transition to plant-based okay and i always kept on my mind you know the the law of attraction i read about a lot a lot a lot and i have seen people that they have cured cancer and or disease with the power of the mind and with the power of the food so i was like well i think i think i'm very powerful you know we all have this inner power and i just focus on on the positive and not in what the doctors told me you know uh i'm not saying that the doctors were wrong were because i i had to take my 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 how you say caution you know in the way that I was doing my body movement um but at the same time I I, I knew that I was the one who can I, I was the only one who could uh write my story you know um
1: that, that that's impressive because like I I feel like most people if they are told by a doctor like you are not going to be able to exercise again or whatever I think most people would be depressed about that and most people would just go into like a victim state of mind and okay. and, and just wonder why why me why is happening and and they won't do anything about it but you find you manage to find the the strength inside you to say like no this is I, I'm, I'm still in control and 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 i can i can find a way to move again and and to fight and 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 and, and to change that uh, that's that's super powerful that must have been like a lot of work in your in yourself
2: yeah it's it's a lot of inner war and and as i say and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie or anything it happened to me too i was depressed i was depressed for a full month man you know because it was a totally life shift you know uh but i instead of as you say instead of victimize myself i i thought of what can i do you know what what could serve this moment and how can i learn from this because Maybe I was taking my body for granted by not doing the right movements, you know. And then that be- made me became more mindful about how my body works. How am I supposed to live away? How am I supposed to, you know, um, move around, okay? Um, but yeah, back to back to when I felt like I had total control in this, uh, and seeing the results of other people who, who inspire me, I thought like, okay, I think my mind can cure this. And I stopped thinking about any hearing. If people ask me, oh no, I'm good, you know? I never felt pain. Uh, even if sometimes, if I, if I was a STEM for a long time or working hard or something, uh, sometimes I felt a little discomfort. So what I, what I did was like just to rest, you know, we gotta allow our body to rest, to, to cure itself. Um, but yeah, yeah, interestingly, after those six or eight months doing yoga, then I had a motorcycle accident. So I, 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 I lay on bed for another three months, okay? Um, wow. I was not able to do a push up. I was not able to walk. And then I at that moment, I was a little depressed again. But at the same time, I felt like, well, we already overcame overcame this once. Why not do it twice? It's just. It's just going to be a little harder or it will take a little longer.
1: But yeah, that that's amazing that you managed to keep to keep your mind and, and your focus on that, the, the mindset like that's that's impressive, I think. <laughs>
2: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I I at that point, man, like not, not being able to do one push up, not even to 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 be on the push up position because my, my my wrist was broken. And this hand, because you can see now in the video, this hand was like this, like close. Because the cast, when they took the cast, it was like this. And it was very, very painful to just like try to open it. I went to another doctor, I was, I was working with an NBA player at the moment in front of mine, I was working as his assistant once that I was already like walking and, and, and I was able to drive. Um, and He was going through something way, way tougher than, than my accident. He had like metal clones and stuff in his leg because they were fixing his ankle. Um, and I had a conversation with his doctor, like this is like super top doctors of the nation. And he told me, like, if you don't start moving, if you don't go through that pain, if you don't if you don't go through that, then your hand's gonna remain like that. And then that was a shock in my mind. I was like, oh wow, I actually have to start opening, you know, doing the little exercise, even if it if it's hard and if it if it's painful, you gotta go through that. And every time that I did, it was so painful. And after so many years, I still like every day touching my like Pressing my 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 thumb, you know, kind of like doing little exercise. Cause to me, yeah,
1: working on your mobility. Yeah.
2: Yes, I I was born with hyper flexibility. Um. So if you can see this hand, like, can easily touch oh, wow. my. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> You're pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but then with the other one, it's it's not there yet. But it's it's amazing. Like I don't really need to do these hand movements for anything. But it's always good to feel like okay, I'm, I'm back to. The way I was born, you know, <laughs> uh, like I don't feel like I have any um, anything stopping me from from my body movement. So yes, pretty much after the accident, I started opening my hands, uh, slowly start walking, uh, did one push up that was a big accomplishment, and <laughs> after that, slowly start increasing with two, five, ten. I remember before the accident, uh, I was capable to do only like 20 push-ups at the time. So my, my goal was, in order, when I, when I reached, reached to the 20, I was like, okay, I have to, in order for my mind to feel like I'm more powerful than before, I have to be able to accomplish more now. So for a long time, I was waking up every morning and doing 33 push-ups every morning and that was a way for me to be grateful that i have i was curing my body through my mind
1: why why 33
2: by curiosity sorry why 33 what do you mean
0: why 33 push-ups like why oh or 25 I, right? I don't
2: know man that 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 number came to my to my head and then i discovered that that was uh, jesus age you know, All right, okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, but I don't know. I just like the number. Um, then, not not too long after that, I moved to Miami, and I began my my yoga journey again. Um, I started by volunteering at studios. I didn't know anybody. Uh, I didn't know where to go, but I knew that. I wanted to be part of that conscious community, that I wanna be part of the development of the city. Um, and I wanted to be part of that yoga journey for other people, just, just as it served me, that it could serve other people. To me, yoga, it's, it's, it's a lifestyle, you know? It's, a, it's not just a physical movement, but how you nurture your mind, how you nurture your soul, and your body as well, it's just completely amazing to me um, because this process not only helped me on the recovery of my body, but it also helped me in the development of my mind and the development of my soul to be patient, to to love myself, you know. Um, And that self-love, I think, is very, very powerful. Uh, because it can literally move mountains, you know? When they say the faith can move mountains, is that faith that you have on yourself and in what you're doing. You believe it so, so much that it actually manifests, you know? And, And that's my kind of like what I pray, you know? Because I pray from my experience, I pray from my space, and I hope that others vibrate or resonate with the information just as I did the very first time when I heard of that lady who had cancer and she cured with her mind and eating healthy, and then I thought like, well, if that lady cured cancer, then I can cure anything, you know? Um, yeah.
1: And and you said that at the same time you 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 shifted to this mindset, you also switched to a ma- um to a plant based diet, right? Yes, sir okay so you went from eating like meat to to vegan or
2: yes um, on that side uh, on 2014 I stopped eating uh, red meat Um, 2014 yes around that time uh, I was looking to turn vegetarian and initially I stopped eating red meat because of my health then I started thinking about the animals and I was then doing my research about the environment. And then I was like, I read my mindset about like, okay, I just don't gonna eat chicken. And then eventually I also stopped eating fish. Um, then I read a book by Loms and Rampa. And I think that was my, my last shift. Uh, I What I understood from that book is that All living beings are conscious of their experience. Not because we speak a different language, it doesn't mean that they don't know or that they are dumb, you know. Because they they don't know that you call this a cup or that's a toilet or, you know, a computer, it doesn't mean that they are not aware of what's going on around them. Um, Anytime, you can see it with dogs or pigs that they're very, uh, they have a lot of feelings, you know, they know when you're sad or they know when you're happy. Uh, and they also have feelings, you know, they have emotions. And, and understanding that I was like, wow, I, I, this, is, this, this goes way deeper than, than just my personal health or even the environment. It's, it's something to me, energetic and spiritual at the same time. Um, I felt when I started doing my plant base that was before my accident. Um, but I mean, within, within three months, I was doing things in yoga that I was not able to do before because I felt all this energy. I was able to lift up myself in two hands. Uh, wow. Yeah. I, I, I post a picture uh, on the Instagram and that last post, and I'm doing an upluxed, uh, like standing on my hands. And that was after I turned plant-based and a few months before I tried and I couldn't. And then after Two months. I think that picture was like literally the third time in my life trying it. But I tried that moment, and it was like I felt so different. And and that's why, like when the when the motorcycle accident happened, I was more than sure that I will overcome that situation because I was already seeing how my body was feeling energetically different by changing my diet, by changing my mind. You know. Um, and I think that had a, a very, very uh, strong impact in my life.
1: Yeah, it's interesting also that you you happen to have those two changes in your life uh, in terms of activity, moving, and, and at the same time, then you change your diet because everything put together, I guess, really helped to go through both uh, situations. Like the yes. fact that they came at the, at, at the same time. Um, and I, I'm sure there are a lot of people like that that have to go through. I mean, some physical pain or to overcome some accident like that. Like, what? What kept you motivated? What was going through in your in your mind and in your head to find the power to say like, "Fuck no!" Like, I'm I'm stronger than that. I'm, uh, you know, the doctors saying, are saying that I'm doomed, but no, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna prove them wrong. Like, what? How did you manage to do that? Because that's so hard, I think.
2: <laughs> yes, I, I think, uh, man, when, when I was young, uh, my parents took me one month every December to the jungle and we live with the native in, in, in Amazon. OK, uh, I was born in Venezuela, I'm Venezuelan, Italian, Lithuanian. But my, my family took me every year to the outdoors, you know, to be in connection with nature. And to me, to to think about being lay lay on a on a bed or or having to use a wheelchair, uh, I, I, I I felt at that moment like this cannot be my reality because I know that I can switch and choose my reality. So even though it was painful, even though it was hard, I always imagined myself in my mind being active, being outdoor. You know, having vivid images of me running doing physical activities. I think that was the best motivation that that I had. Um, it's just, as I said before, I think like sometimes for myself, I cannot talk for other people. Uh, I took my body for granted. I took my, mo- my movement for granted. And being in that, that space, it can be so um, frustrating, you know? I had to, Pretty much ask for help a lot, um, changing like the, the the pads and stuff. Because I have also like burns. I have burns on my legs, on my arms, on my hand. I'm gonna try to send you a picture. <laughs> I, I actually found a picture earlier. I'm like, wow, this is one of those pictures that Instagram say like, uh, be careful before watching. <laughs> oh wow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like having that vivid image of myself running outside and doing physical activities was uh enough motivation to go back to have a normal lifestyle and i feel like yeah pretty much that was that was my motivation man and and, yeah so
1: having having a purpose then it was really like having a purpose and a goal and and, and a dream in a way uh really helped you going every day to do the extra push up or the extra whatever it was.
2: And you know what I what I learned about all this process is that I was never I was never competing with anyone but with myself. And every studio that I was going, because I noticed that sometimes studios they they teach you the pretty basic stuff, you know, because they don't want anybody to get too crazy or harm themselves. But whenever I see uh, somebody who was doing something more advanced, I just thought like Oh, maybe I'm capable to do that. And I just tried, man. And every time that I tried, I was almost there, you know. And then I tried a little bit more and I was there. And then that's how I really built my my yoga practice to begin doing a handstand or begin doing a headstand or doing like crazy moves on the side or splits and stuff like that. I was like, my intention was never to learn how to do a handstand. My intention was never to learn how to do the crazy stuff. My intention was to challenge myself to prove that well, I was stronger now than before, and now I'm capable to do things physically that I was not capable to do before my accidents. So, <laughs> so, so I think like that was a big, big teaching for myself.
1: Yeah, it's 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 all around growth, like you said at the beginning. It's <laughs> yeah, that that yeah that that is really inspiring, I think, and yeah, I can I can see a lot of help on that. Uh, you, you said something, I was not planning to talk about that, but you, you got my attention. You said that when you're younger, your parents take you for like trips in the jungle to see the natives and everything. Uh, c- can you tell us more about that? <laughs> yes,
2: yes. Um, so in Venezuela, there is an area called Gran Sabana, which is part of the, part of the Amazon jungle uh, in connection with Brazil. It's very close to Brazil. And since I was like three years old, uh, we go, we used to go every, every December and we spend about a month, a month and a half in there. Uh, it was, we, we live on tents, you know, and, and for that period of time, and it was all like, uh, we, there was no showers, there was nothing, you know, like just the river and there was no cell phone, there was no technology, there was nothing, you know, and for my parents, this space was very, they were very grateful because they, they get their head clear out of the craziness of the city, and to me, I'm a little surprised sometimes because every time that we get there, my parents were like, "Okay, just don't die, don't fall on the, don't fall on the <laughs> waterfall, and don't let a snake, you know, bite you." Pretty much, but they were not, they were not worried about somebody kidnapping or somebody, you know, gonna rob me or anything like that. Uh, so I, I, I just play with the with the kids of the native. And then we were doing like tours to the europeans like taking them to waterfalls so oh let's go you use this stuff to like paint your skin with with um how's it called the we, we, we used to do pottery and stuff it's like a uh, yeah with clay so there was a, this river they have multiple colors of clay wow. and then people like using on their face and their arms uh so so to me that was that was a beautiful beautiful time and i think that it really helped me to to connect with nature, to connect with myself and with other, other people from all over the world, you know?
1: Yeah. And, and I guess also living such a, a simple life in a way that you, you, you don't have all the technology or the access to, to everything really makes you appreciate even more what you have, what you had and, and, and what you have right now. Cause you, you, again, we take our phone for granted we take our house for granted we take a lot of things for granted and i guess going back to such a simple normal life uh helps to realize that we don't actually need that much to live and to be happy and and we create all these needs and 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 actually that the whole happiness and and everything is more like within us than in what what we have and, and what we own like you that, that that must have been really helpful, especially as a kid like growing up this way must have changed a lot of things of in your mind and and growing up like that must be like such a precious gift
2: yes, it is it is I think it was uh, one of the most wonderful times of the year. Um, I think I also struggle sometimes as a millennial yogi because of that whole non-technology time where we were growing to now this time where we're so connected through technology. So I I like to share uh, my energy, my journey through social medias, but I also sometimes I'm not not scared because it's not coming from a space of scared or fear, but like I just try not to get hooked too much into technology and social media. But also, I know how it can serve to connect and communicate in a way more uh, uh manner. You know, um, so I'm there looking for that balance. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You 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 can use it as a tool to serve you to to spread the good words and and not just get trapped and and, and scroll for hours and hours yes. and <laughs> yes. and don't do anything productive. Yeah,
2: I yeah. I used to create much more content um, on social media. I had to stop because I realized that at some point I, I was never, I never started doing just as a yoga. I never, I never started doing yoga because I wanted to do a handstand. I never started posting on Instagram because I wanted attention or I wanted likes or stuff like that. And uh, at some point I, I was creating so much content that I was getting so, so many good. Uh, inside, you know, I was like reaching over sixty thousand people in a week, and I was like, "Wow, this is crazy! <laughs> I can't believe it." Uh, but I noticed that when I stopped creating daily content, the whole algorithm put me on a different like scale, and then my posts were not reaching that many people anymore. At that point, I realized, like, okay, I don't, I don't want to become a slave of content creator for Instagram. So I'm just going to share as, I, as it comes. You know, if I have something very deep that I want to share with the world, then I'll put it out there. That's why I, I think like my last post for this year was that one uh, that okay. you just saw. <laughs> uh, and that was something that it really impacted my life because that was a video from last year. And I was like, wow, I can't believe that this is my regular life right now. And this was just a video that my friend recorded me. But now I look back and I'm like, I can't believe that a few years ago I was not even thinking of doing these crazy things, you know. And, and that proved to me that it's, it's really all in our mind. Um, we, we, we can accomplish anything that we set our mind for. It might take some time. We've got to learn to be patient. But, it, you know, as they say, energy flows where attention goes.
1: That's a beautiful thing. I've never heard that. I, I like it. No, yeah.
2: <laughs> I have. I even have it here, man.
1: Oh wow! Okay, so
2: you can't see on the podcast,
1: but yeah, he's got that tattoo on his ribs. <laughs> um, so I guess now you, you you practice yoga on on a daily basis. I guess, right? Yes, I do my
2: little uh, quick sesh at home. Um, I'm looking forward this year to start again, uh, sharing more because now I think, and it's like. Just as this served me, I know that everybody connect with a different instructor, each instructor is different, each instructor have a different story. Um, and if those who connect with my style or, or, or my energy uh, feel inspired to, to, to start a journey for themselves, I'm more than happy to help and support somebody else in their journey, just as it did with mine. Um, I think it's very important. As I say, yoga is to me is not just to do crazy poses. It's a lifestyle that nurtures the mind, the body, and the soul. And I'm really looking forward for more people to see how yoga can impact in a positive way in their life because it it goes even to the point in the way that the kindness that you have with other people, you know. Uh, I feel like the way that you move in your mat is the way that you move in your life, you know? If you move smooth, patient, you know, you, you 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 hold the position when you know that it's hard, you know? But you know, when I was in that moment when I was like, oh my God, this is so hard. I'm like, yeah, but remember when the, the other little stuff was even harder. So I, I, I always remem- remind myself in that moment, this is temporary, you know? Everything changed, but without, but without that, there is no growth. You know, and from that pain or or that's wh- where your body is really becoming stronger and your mind and your and your and your soul.
1: Yeah, I've I've heard something similar. I think it was the way, yeah, in general, the way you behave on your mat is the way you behave in life. If you're lazy on your mat, you're going to you're probably lazy in your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So I've heard See yeah, it was the last day breaker. I think actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've heard that. Um so what you know like especially right now we're all stuck in our house and everything Uh a lot of people like we said at the beginning we take our body for granted and we always say yeah I'll go to the gym tomorrow I'll move tomorrow I'll I'll do this tomorrow because I'm just gonna watch Netflix today or whatever Uh you obviously realize the importance of of moving uh, what what would you say to someone that's, you know, like, I'll move tomorrow because, you know, like, I've got time, I'm young, I'm okay, I don't need it anyway, blah, blah, blah. What Coming from where you come from, like, what's what's your take on that? What would you say to that?
2: Um, I think we got to remind that even if we have a young soul and a young body right now, we, we should not take it for granted. Uh, I want to get... I want, I want my body to get older and still feeling like I'm fifteen, you know? Like <laughs> I think uh I also connect a lot with yoga because uh I, I used to live a lot of ways and stuff like that and and I was not it was not fun for me, you know. Um but since I got on the yoga practice now with the physical activities it became more uh, enjoyable. Um now I'm, I'm looking forward to also start lifting weight a few days of the week just to uh, match my yoga practice because the yoga it helps a lot uh, with my flexibility and it also builds some muscle. But when, when I when I combine it with a little bit of uh, lifting weights, you also build uh, an inner energy that it just makes you feel like more capable and more powerful. Um, I feel like when you have an active body, uh, or you, all right. Through activities, you, you also clear your mind, you know, f- from the day or from a situation, and and it just empowers you. So I feel like that would be my advice or my my worries that as long as you stay active, your your mind is getting healthier.
0: I guess the main thing as well is to find something you love like if it's not yoga okay we'll go for a run or like you said do weights or you know there's loads of different exercises especially on YouTube you can find everything for free or obviously you can like there's loads of IGTV at the moment or you could obviously pay for online classes as well so there's a lot of different things you can do it doesn't have to be like yoga or weights or or whatever like find dance or body movement
2: in general body movement that's what that's what I recommend.
1: Yeah. And th- th- there's something also I like, um, and you'll see guys, if you check uh, his Instagram is that you do kitchen yoga. Oh <laughs> yes. Yes. But no, what, what I love about it is that, you know, like we, we always have excuses like, Oh, I can't go to the gym, but it's too far. I can't go, I can't do yoga. I don't have a mat or the studio is too far. Blah, blah. You can do yoga in your kitchen. Like you make it accessible that's really interesting i think that i've never seen that thing before you you make it something that you can do anywhere wherever you are whenever like literally every day you cook oh have a stretch whatever i love that how did you come up with that um
2: i think it's part of that as you just said i i felt myself sometimes on the run you know working with so many projects uh at the same time uh i have to look for that accessibility you know and then one day I start thinking like, oh maybe maybe the the oven can be uh, you know somewhere where you can like hold on and then you do like a back stretch and and then maybe the counter I can bring my leg on the counter and then reach my 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 toe. Uh, so I start thinking about it and 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 I wanted to make it accessible for everybody like no matter uh, if you don't have much time even if it's five minutes ten minutes fifty minutes any any minute that you do something for yourself for your body you are growing you are nurturing your soul uh, so i think that's the, that's the key for kitchen yoga is to make it accessible and the kitchen is a place for creation you know i, I love i love cooking i'm very passionate about cooking and uh, me too <laughs> <laughs> wonderful we, we gotta cook together sometime yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> um so it's a it's a space for create to create wonderful things and just as we create wonderful food i think it's also a space to create a uh, movement. You know, while you are cooking something here, then you do a stretch on the other side.
1: <laughs> I've, ne- I've never seen that before. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah. Um, so you you said you moved in. Uh, how old are you when you moved in the U.S.?
2: Um, I think I was 21, around 21. I'm 28. I'm gonna turn 29 this year.
1: Okay. And so, and, and before you were always in, in Venezuela, right?
2: Uh, yes, I, I traveled yeah. the world, but I was mostly in Venezuela, uh, living.
1: Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Cause I've seen you a traveler on your, on on your Instagram. Where, where, where did you go? Like what, where did you travel to?
2: Uh, I have been in Europe, uh, South America, multiple, uh, countries and multiple countries in Europe. And North America, I I know I've been like to New York, Boston, Tennessee, Washington. I haven't been to the to the West Coast, but that's hopefully uh, a trip that I will be doing this year. After all this, <laughs>
1: yeah, if if we can move again, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and and again, I, I'm going back to the to the same subject, but like you don't take your body for granted anymore. You you grew up in a place where every year you could go and and have a simple life in a jungle and also traveling in different countries with different cultures and religion and background and and and, and, and customs and everything like um what's your perspective into like traveling how how you can grow from traveling? What you can, what can you learn from traveling? Because I feel personally, I feel like traveling is such a big, powerful tool to grow as a human being.
2: Right? right. Yes, I, I, I like to say that traveling is the mother of mind expansion.
1: Wow! I love yeah. that. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. Because, um, how can I put this? Where, wherever you're born. Okay. Do you have you ever seen The Simpsons, the movie? Yeah. Okay. You know we know when they had the, the big uh dome? Yes. Well where, wherever you were born, there is a dome there. Okay? And your mind starts expanding when you start getting to know other places, other people, other cultures. I think that grows our mind, expand our mind because you be you began to put that kindness into seeing and to see how other people live their life and to see how we're all the same, but it's just like a different color when it comes to how do you want to color this cartoon, you know? Um, so to me, it, it really, it's the killer of ignorance because the ignorance creates separation. Oh, this person used this clothing or, oh, these people talk like this, you know? that's just creating separation. But when, the more you travel, the more cultures you see, the more people you connect. And then no matter if there is a language barrier, sometimes I, I have connected with people even just with hand signs, you know, like to, just with a smile, you can connect with someone. Uh, and I think that when you perceive that energy, um, you just realize how everybody has that kindness inside. But sometimes people is afraid to show it because they don't want to sh- see themselves vulnerable or whatever. But I, I feel like the more you travel, the more you grow. And that's what I want to keep traveling, keep connecting with more people from all over the world, no matter how much they make, no matter f- from where they're from, no matter what they do. I think I always look to learn something from someone. Everybody have a piece of gold in their mind. and the more that you learn, the more gold you collect, you know, because you never know who's going to teach you something.
1: Yeah, that's true. And yeah, I, I totally agree with you on the ignorance, create division, because it's because of ignorance that people are, are, are racist or all these things. It's because we just don't take time to learn about other people or the countries or the religion or the whatever whatever mm-hmm. it is uh and and that's what create the hate and the separation and and all this shit when if we actually take time to sit down talk no matter the background no matter the education no matter the color the gender the the sexual orientation or whatever like at the end this is just the same now we like you said we are one and 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 yeah we have stories we have things going on and yeah we're all the same and connected at the way, at the same time
2: true true yeah So yeah, yeah. Trawling, um, traveling traveling <laughs>
1: yeah no yeah yeah <laughs> we, we keep saying that <laughs> every time yeah um so what's really your your goal now because i mean you so you said you, you're going to be 29 uh this year you you have you went through a lot of things already. <laughs> yes. Um, and I feel you you learn very valuable... Um, not information, but... Like very... Le- lessons? Yeah, lessons. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, valuable lessons that you you could share with more people, uh, with the world, because you could actually make a difference in, in people's life. Because um, people going through what you went through, there are um, probably millions of them around the world and you can help even one 210 whatever it doesn't matter but you could you could have a real impact on it and also i can feel a real sense of compassion of unity of of educating people you have this community mindset also within you so how how would you see yourself uh putting all that together to to i don't know make a difference and is that something you have in mind
2: yes uh my i have as i mentioned um uh... I have multiple projects going on. However, my, my life project is a nonprofit organization. It's called Empowerment Project. And it's exactly for that. It's a it's a step by step guide when people we don't we don't tell people what to do. We just put the right questions in front of them for them to answer the questions. Okay. So then you start thinking about what do you want to do with your time in Earth? What do you feel passionate about? What kind of life would you like to live? You know, So those are questions that are starting powering the soul and starting powering the mind. So the person start getting into, let's say physical activities or starting reading certain books, they start looking and building that path that will just take them to whatever they want. Just as I did with my pre-vision of healing, It's a prevision of where you want to go. Um, When I was, let me share something real quick with you. When I was 12 years old, I came to the US for the first time. It was a really good, bad time in Venezuela. My parents sent me with my godmother, uh, you know, as an emergency to, you know, in case that something happened, I was here. when I came to the first time, I was like, wow, this is amazing. I love the U.S., you know, and then I went back and my friends, I told my friends, I want to live in the U.S. And I told them, like, this is, I was, man, I was 12 years old and I was already telling them, like, you can pay a car with this and you can pay rent like this. And, you know, <laughs> and they were laughing at me. They were laughing at me because I told them I'm going to live in the U.S. And they were laughing at me. But since I was a kid, I had my mindset and I said, I want to live in the U.S. Right now, I want to live eventually around my 35, maybe 40 years old. I'm going to move to the Europe. And that's my vision already, but I'm doing things and I'm building things here that eventually I can spread also there. Um, that's why when I see the, the non-profit organization, I feel like it doesn't matter how many projects you have. Okay. I feel like all projects are like different timelines. Okay. And no matter how fast or slow you think they are moving, they still moving. You know, uh, we're launching the, the 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 live TV, the live channel this week for the empowerment project, where people can have access to yoga meditations, readings. It's gonna be step by step. You know, we're not gonna throw everything at once. But that just shows me that after a year building the website, doing the community, doing this, it 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 keeps going. You know, like sometimes there is months that are slower, sometimes there are months that are Faster, but it keeps going. So, so I feel like, to me, um, that personal empowerment—it's—it's—is the way to go. That's that's like my last message around the wall, because just as this story, my or might not empower other people, I want this project, empowerment project, to empower ignite the fire inside because we all carry that sacred life we all carry that sacred energy and and it's 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 queer man but once that you once that you ignite that fire many people call it kundalini it's it's hard to 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 how you say like tame it to 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 hold it because mm-hmm. yeah. you feel so like i want to eat the world you know because you <laughs> yeah. feel like if i'm not here for this what else am i here for <laughs> so so I feel like that's that's my greatest gift to the world, and I don't know how long it's gonna take. Uh, The vision is that becomes a wellness center where people can go and just learn as much as they can of whatever they want uh, in all areas of the of the you know like mind, financial, body, so uh, social relationships, you know. I think there is eight areas that are key for balance in the, in, in our life. And they will never, you, how you say, like you will never have all of them in balance at the same time. You got to work on one at a time and then this and that, you know, uh, just like this yoga journey. Uh, I became what I am because I had a goal. And at that moment, my goal was physically. But without physical goal, I also develop a mental and a spiritual uh in a spiritual way so i i feel i feel like that it's it's just uh that personal empowerment
0: i just want to pick up on something you said that you're basically designing your future like you're designing your life of how you want to be like okay in 10 years time i want to be in europe i think that's incredible because i think a lot of people kind of let life happen to them and they don't really you know, take control of their own life and do what they want to do. They're kind of like, oh, well, I'm stuck in this job. So, you know, may as well stay here and live here forever and whatever. Like, but it's amazing that you've kind of already got things planned for the future and you're working hard now to be able to get there. That's amazing. So well done. <laughs>
2: Thank, you. Thank and, you.
1: And you are in the driver's seat. You're not like just letting people drive your life. You're literally taking control and and
2: and, and building stuff step by step to reach the bigger goal yes and and an important thing is that when you have faith man in what you're doing you gotta also surrender because you don't know you don't know how it's gonna happen that's it that's the most surprising thing to me is that i i never know how is it gonna happen i just know that it's gonna happen some it it, it, it might not happen the way that you were hoping that will happen you know but it will happen some other way and that's 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 the most important thing to me, uh, having that faith uh, in the universe, in the divine, in God, in whatever you want to call it, in yourself. Um, it's it just gives you another type of perception. You know, I feel like we we all manifesting our own reality, but at the same time that we're all living and sharing realities. So that's why, like, I also keep very I'm very thoughtful of the people I surround myself with because sometimes the people who are closest to us are the ones who are the naysayers. But just because a space maybe of ignorance, we're all ignorant about many things, but maybe the space they're coming is that, oh, because this is not capable or possible for me, it might not be possible for that other person. And it's not about, oh, that person is negative or positive, no, it's just like, Either if you can support that person to switch their energy or if they don't want, then you just, you know, hold your space by yourself because otherwise it's like trying to accomplish something or accomplishing something, but then poisoning your soul like, oh, I'm going to do this, but I'm not sure if I can do it, you know. No, you got to go and and think about like, I'm sure that this is going to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. I'm just going to keep putting my energy and my effort and just let the universe surprise me.
0: I think it's amazing what you said about being conscious about who you spend your time with because I think I heard that like you're an accumulation of the six people you spend the most time with. And I think it's so important to have good people around you and people that support you and that uplift you and that encourage you to do everything because I've... Like, I've had friends in the past who are quite negative or, like, don't quite fit my, what I want a friend to be. And I've quite happily cut them out. I, like, I, I say that, like, I'm proud of myself there because I think I would have found that difficult probably 10 years ago. But these days I'm like, do you know what? I don't need that. You're gone. Like, bye. So I think it's so important that you're, like, effectively saying the same thing. Is it's so important to have positive people in your life and people that you trust 100% and that support you. And so, yeah, it's amazing as well that you think the same way.
2: Yeah and 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 another thing is that these people is not bad. You got to know that, you know. These people is not bad. They don't mean any any bad intentions to you, uh at least not mo- not most of them, okay? But sometimes it could it could be be a brother or your mom or a, your best friend, you know? Just because they sometimes manage in a space of fear for x or y experience in their life. They come from a place that they they care. You know, they care about you, but that caring comes from fear. So they are like, oh, be careful with that. Oh, be careful with this, you know, and that ke- be careful with, it comes from fear. So it's not really serving you, but it's more like not serving you. <laughs> so it's, no, yeah, it's
1: it, it doesn't, ca- it doesn't come from a place of like, I don't want you to do that because it's not personal it's 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 coming from a place of love but they are in a different space and a different mindset and and their definition of what's safe it's different than yours so sometimes we don't align on that and yeah like we 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 had to go through something similar like 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 one year, like 18 months ago like we thought about going traveling to like Asia and whatever and like some people around us were like, why would you go there? Like you have a job now that's safe, that's paying every month. And why would you go to this country where it's, you know, like poor and it might be unsafe and you might get disease or whatever. Like we we, we thought that was a way to grow. That was Mm -hmm. about, you know, like going in a place totally unknown where we're going to learn so much and, and come and come back like as different people and some people see it is different. Don't go there. It's scary. It's dangerous. It's just a mindset.
2: It is. It is. And, and yeah, they don't they don't mean any bad, but you got to follow your heart. You know, you got to follow your intuition. I think that's the best guidance you, you will ever have because that intuition is your divine self. You know, your higher self telling you, hey, you got to go experience this. And and I ha- every time that I have followed my intuition, no matter what, I, I'm always surprised and always amazed by, by how things unfold.
1: There is something I find interesting and and, and I'm curious to know what you think about it as you, you, you're you not born in the US. but So I, I'm born in France and, and, and Rosie, she's born in England. So we're both from Europe. And I feel that in Europe, we we are less supportive uh, and and if you want to like create a business or if you have an idea that's not normal you know as Mm -hmm. (laughs) the society level and stuff like that uh, I feel like people tend to be a little bit more conservative and like don't do it because you're gonna like don't be a fool of yourself, you know, or, or you got something good right now. Don't risk it. When I feel in the US, um, I feel, and I don't know, maybe it's just Miami or, or, or my my environment, but people are a bit more supportive and people encourage not taking crazy risks, but like to create something new. I feel I feel more willing to create something new here because I feel I'm not gonna be rejected I'm not gonna be like this is crazy this is a stupid idea whatever people are more like welcoming new ideas if if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't but but I feel more encouraged to try things here more than I was in Europe because of the environment I, I don't know if you feel this way with Venezuela or no
2: yeah i I I think that's the reason why I decided to stay here to do my entrepreneur uh journey. Uh I feel the same way. I feel that the US it has a huge population. It's uh, it's not it's not a it's not a secret that it's one of the top countries when it comes to economies and stuff like that. So knowing the economy that is positive and the amount of people, there is much more space for new ideas to be supportive, you know. That's why we have shows like the Shark Tank and, you know, people coming with all these new ideas and finding investors and stuff like that, that are willing to, to develop a new idea. Maybe Europe is a little bit more conservative. Um, and I see a lot more of uh, entrepreneurship in the U.S., maybe also because of that uh, rat race, you know, like people in the U.S. and in Japan are the two of the countries where the people work the most. Like if you see countries like Sweden, uh, think like their whole government system is is just fantastic. You know, it's uh, people work like I think it's thirty or twenty five hours a week, and the government gives them like some income so they can like take care of their kids and stuff like that. Uh, it's just different, and the education is all free as well, so people have time to develop their mind if they want to. Uh, in all Europe, I think, if you're a European.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same in France. The, and England Yeah. As well.
2: yeah. Uh, so I feel like when it comes to uh, a governmental system, that's what I love Europe, because I see that people have a uh, lower pace uh, rhythm of life. People go out for a picnic, you know? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's because Miami is hot, but I don't see many people <laughs> doing picnics here.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I, I, I appreciate that and... and In Europe, I've been. My family is also Italian, and and I see people in Italy drinking wine at two p.m. You know, or they in Italy, especially they take long lunch times. You know, they are they are well known. They (laughs) are well known, recognized for that. So I feel like I would like to have more of that because it's a space where you also create more human connections. You know, and it's not so much about work, 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 and because it's my early years now um, i'm on that mentality of okay i got an entrepreneur now and uh, so i can see the results of what i want to give to the world later on but not forgetting that also not because where we are right now we're not serving no we are actually serving we are serving right now with this podcast we're serving with our stories we're serving in the present and we should never forget that um, Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, yeah. Now you say that actually, I, I think I, I, I know what you mean. Like, with like, we are in 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 a time of our life around our thirties that we want to create and and grow and everything. So I think the US is a really good place for that right now. But yeah, I could see myself retiring. In Europe and and exactly. yeah, <laughs> sipping some wine all day and having nice food and and <laughs> yeah, cheese <isn't> and the cat. <laughs> Yeah, I can I, I can see that. Yeah, actually. yeah, <laughs> that sounds like a plan. <laughs> the
2: the other thing I love about Europe, man, is how how quick you can just literally drive and the culture just change, like like yeah, from a country to another or yes. even inside the country. Yes, I have family in Belgium and we drove for like two hours and we were in Paris. And I'm like, wow, this is wonderful.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah,
2: um,
1: um, cool. Well, uh, thank you. I, that, that was really I've learned a lot about you. Thank you, me too. It I, was nice after, you know, seeing you so many times thank you, to, thank to you. eventually get to know you a bit more. So, yeah, when when this whole thing is finished, it will be nice to carry on this conversation in private a little bit more.
0: And you guys can cook together for me. Yay. Oh, wait, oh, wait. <laughs> for you.
2: Sounds good, sounds good. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah so um, where can we find you online what's the best way to get in touch with you and, and follow what you're doing
2: okay uh, right now uh, my profile on Instagram the millennial yogi millennial with double L double n and and then if you want to take a look to the empowerment project we have a website empowermentpro.org. Uh, that's the organization and that's pretty much two of the things I'm working working on right now uh, I recently also started doing trading because uh, I want to get into that whole being able to be, create money remotely from anywhere I am. Um, so yes, that's my three big projects right now and keep it up with the yoga. Uh, I'm looking forward to bring more kitchen yoga and keep spreading that uh, consciousness through the profile. But I think that's the best way to reach out to me if you want to keep connecting.
1: Cool. Thank you. Well, thank you once again to to be with us. Um, That's it for the episode. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. Um, Next week, we're going to have a special episode. Uh, The guest is going to be Rosie, because next week, next Wednesday, is her birthday. So yeah, we're going to release a special episode for her birthday.
0: (laughs) I'm shitting myself. (laughs) (laughs) She's
1: terrified of getting interviewed. It's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you guys for listening.
0: Thank you so much, Mauricio. It's been awesome talking to you and hearing your story. Um, everybody who's listening, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Please make sure you subscribe and you leave us a comment, um, a review if you, if you enjoyed it. Um, share it with lots of friends and family as well. Why not? Um, thank you for listening. Thank you, Mauricio, and we'll see you soon. <coughs>